0: Hey guys, how are you? Hope everybody's doing really well tonight. Glad you're with me. It's pretty cool that I get on every day and the channel's growing every single day and more and more listeners and people favoriting it and, you know, people emailing me, finding me on Facebook, that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. I really love the connection that we all have when here with this. I feel like we're kind of a family, you know, that uh, it's uh, a family of people that, have all come to the same conclusion conclusions or are coming to the same conclusions or they're growing and learning and their eyes are opening up and they're being enlightened and it's it's pretty fascinating pretty cool stuff i really think so um tonight i had a friend of mine he's actually a listener and he i i keep bugging him to be on the show and i his name's alex and he's afraid i think to be on the show i don't think he really wants to be on the show <laughs> but maybe he maybe at some point i will get him to be on the show because i really want you guys to hear his story but he had a near death encounter and and I had heard about it and asked him if he'd come on and he never really gives me a direct answer. So I'm like, okay, so I'm kind of grasping the fact that you know, he's a little bit nervous. Some people are, some people don't like to be on other people just like to write it in. Um but he's he's Norwe- norwegian and he had a near death encounter and I'm going to tell you what he what he told me. He said it was an amazing, interesting experience. It made me a full believer in God, Jesus, the afterlife, and reincarnation. Although reincarnation, I will say, does not fit in with the Christian faith. I personally feel that, and you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not God, so I don't know if I'm right or not. But I feel that reincarnation could be a possibility for certain people. Like, say... You know you're somebody that you die like supposedly when people have near-death experiences a lot of the people that get sent back they're always told it's not your time okay and i'm my theory on reincarnation is that possibly people die and they stay and they're not supposed to stay like if they they're given the option they stay and that and then maybe they decide they to come back later or maybe it just literally wasn't their time and they're sent back into a different body because that body was too damaged or who knows. You know, we just don't know. But I just feel like – I feel personally that it could be a trick of the devil, that they could, you know, put, a, like put thoughts into your head, put memories into your mind even when you're little. I mean they can do anything, guys. Let's face it. So we just don't know. I mean, we don't have the answers. We just don't have the answers. And even if we ask our government, which, you know, who runs our government? Probably Lucifer and the fallen angels. That's what I believe. Then we're never going to get a true answer. So the only I think the only time we're ever really going to get the answers is when we're gone and we're in the next life. If even then. We don't even know. Then, if we're gonna have all the answers but I'm sure we'll have a lot more than we do now Um, for some reason we are kept in the dark thus the name of my channel so um, let me go on so Alex wrote that you know he made him a full believer in God Jesus the afterlife and reincarnation at first I was focused on finding the creator which is something I've wished for my entire life me too when the near-death experience or encounter happened all of a sudden, I was above my body from the sky, and various ancient scribes and scriptures started taking over. Then I saw a figure that had a feeling of endless love, and everything turned to golden. Then an endless love happened, every pain was gone and filled with the love, and there was a massive thing that was enshrined in gold and letting off this endless love everywhere. And I promised the golden one that I would forever love it. And that's that's fascinating because um the belief here with the people that you know are becoming more aware of what's going on is that they believe that our planet is mined for gold from these entities for whatever reason. Okay, let me go in here. Okay, so he promised the golden one that he would forever love it. Then it showed me parts of the creation, then started to wipe away certain memories of it. But to know that it is real is a blessing that I will cherish forever. So that's pretty common, too, where people say that they come back and they do not remember everything, that they're actually not allowed to remember everything. So that they're they're brought back with the knowledge that they had some of their memories erased because they weren't allowed to share those memories or possibly secrets that God holds in heaven that he doesn't want humankind to know here. He writes, also, Jesus is real. I saw the room dedicated to his love. I felt a love that was behind anything else in my entire lifetime. Meaning, you know, he—he, he, I think Alex has an accent, um, basically saying that he felt more love than he's ever felt in his entire lifetime. And I saw it. It's perfection. There's a gate with an archangel, the guards, that guards it. Not everyone is allowed through it the protector archangels guard it 24/7 in our time obviously and they can read minds of all that's i know that that's another thing i've heard many 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 times but the art but the archangel the archangels are loving beyond comprehension as long as they know you're on their side i wonder what they would be like if they thought you weren't on their side i wonder how they would react to you If it was, you know, violently here, I don't know what they would do, but God is the golden creator. I've seen myself a few times since the first experience. I loved it so much. I strongly believe we live multiple lives and people should know this so they can become part of the future loving entities before it's too late. Some of, some of us people will be alive forever and loved forever. It's important to emanate love instead of prejudices and hatred and anger. Even in our own experiences of the worst, we have to think about what our ancestors experienced to get mankind where we are and the most important part of humanity is to never let go of the love no matter the pain we experience as individuals. We are researchers, researchers dedicated to the love, to, to the, uh, tongue twisted to the forever loving ones. I know for certain the archangels are with us twenty four seven, and they are the guides to heaven. I think most of it is a massive test, but either way, I do know there is a creator that does amazing things, and I'm one of the few that let let was allowed to see that there really is multiple dimensions in a loving creator. And after so many chances, it keeps giving us more chances to get things correct. Hopefully soon, more start respecting the love before it's too late and irreversible. I know I'm dedicated to God and Jesus forever. That's what really matters to me now. They showed me parts of heaven and proved to me that life is forever, and so is love. Now, this is going to kind of throw a little bit of a wrench in the works, but... <sighs> so Alec's story came to me several weeks ago. Apparently he got sick during that time before he sent it to me, or after he sent it to me. And he kept praying to Jesus. He kept asking God, Jesus, Holy Spirit... To come and protect him and to um, heal him. Something happened where he got massive liver damage. Like liver issues. He didn't really share why. But he did. And so he kept praying and nothing was happening. Like he wasn't getting any help. And this is interesting because (laughs) this happened to me um, a few weeks ago. I was talking to Matt. And... I was out in the garage with him and I said, you know, we were talking about some stuff he's been dealing with that's been really hard for him, hard on him. And I looked at him and I said, Matt, I said, why don't you, you you know, are you praying like, you know, have you, have you been praying about this? And Matt looked at me and he said, really, this broke my heart. It was really heartbreaking the way he said this, but he looked at me and he said, Jesus doesn't help me, Tracy, And I was like, the way he said it was so a sense of just total hopelessness, the way I heard it from him. And I was like, it blew my mind that he said this to me, like he did. Like, I just couldn't understand. Like, I mean, I know we're always told to pray and we're always told to, to, you know, turn to God for everything. And most of us do. We pray, you know, most of us, I would say pray and we, we try to turn to God and, and, uh, you know, we hope that he answers us and he'll, we hope that he answers us the way we, we pray for it. But, you know, there's a lot of people, even myself, like I've been going through a lot of illness and symptoms that just, I feel like it's a spiritual attack. I feel like it's a demonic attack on me. I feel like Matt is having a demonic attack too. And, I just don't know what God expects from us. Like, you know, he puts us in this arena down here filled with demons and the devil. All we know is this life and the way we're brought up in this total sinful realm. And then we're somehow just supposed to overcome all this. And and it just isn't that easy for some, you know. Some people seem like they really breeze through it, which I know they don't, you know, but – other people really struggle through it and other people just can't seem to do it, you know? And, you know, I just feel like, I guess I feel really sad for Matt, you know, the way he said that to me, I feel sad for myself, you know, for other people when we pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And and the, the answers just don't come like, you know, There's this nothing. You don't hear anything. And even the people that you feel close to God, you feel like you're really trying. You feel like you're praying and, you know, you're asking for forgiveness constantly and you're trying not to sin. And it just feels like sometimes the the prayers don't get answered, you know, whether it's a no or they just don't get answered. They just feel like they just don't get answered. And I don't know. I just, but that's kind of what I felt from Matt. And I've been kind of feeling this myself lately. I've been feeling really just, under a lot of attack and not really know knowing what to do because I feel like God's just silent right now. And I, I don't know guys. I mean, I don't know, but with Alex, he, he wrote to me, he, he sent me this video tonight and it's amazing. I mean, he sent me, he's, he it's a, it's a, it's a UFO. It's right outside of his house and it is clearly a UFO It is extremely clear like I wish I could put this video up on the podcast that doesn't have video I know it can go up on YouTube um, a link to it when I start the I got to start putting things up on YouTube but I haven't done it yet but I'm gonna probably start doing that this week I'm gonna start adding my videos to YouTube again I I had a couple up there but I just I didn't keep it I I didn't keep going with it it became pretty complex for me with what I was working with equipment wise and uh, now I'm able to do it again But um, this is incredible. It's just this huge orb and it's got lights coming out of it and it's moving crazy ways. Ways that none of our planes that we know of move. And then all of a sudden it starts getting huge. It starts growing and emitting like crazy light and it almost looks like it separates into two. And this is happening like, you know, just moments before he sent it to me. And I was like, wow. And he sent me this this, uh, message. He said, a UFO changing shapes and sizes by me. And I was like, Alex, that's not a plane. I was like, holy cow. And he was like, this is what he says. He says, yes, I have been praying to some gods lately due to health problems. Suddenly I had severe liver damage and was asking for help because the doctors weren't helping me. It came directly, and then he said, he went on to say that this UFO came directly over his apartment last night at 2 in the morning, so it would be today. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, I messaged back and said, you know, I felt kind of the same way about my health and, you know, that kind of stuff. And he said the UFO stayed there for about four minutes. But I was too scared to go to the window at first. Then when I heard it starting to go away, I ran to the window and started videoing it. And it zoomed across the other side within a second or two. Then started changing shapes. And and you can see this on the video. Clear as day. Next time I'm going to go outside when it goes over my place. And I love how he says when, not if. And try to make contact, communicate directly with it. And I just said, oh, geez, Alex. Um and he said, originally I tried praying to Jesus and God and they weren't responding so I decided to go back to my ancestral roots I'm Norwegian, so I decided to try praying to Odin and Freya then I started having really vivid dreams for a couple of weeks and then last night this happened after I had the vivid dreams they showed me it's YGG Drassel the tree of life Yadrasil. And then they started showing me different medicinal plants and medicinal fruit. Non-sugar-laden types. I started trying the things they showed me and the pain has gone down around 70%. I'm going to get more blood work on Monday to see if things are improving. And then we just, we we message back and forth. But here you have a person that went from... You know, saying he, he dedicated his life to God, to Jesus, and now he's praying to Odin and Freya. And now he has an answer, you know, or he or he got answers in his dreams. And he sees a UFO over his house. I don't know. I, I just I would say. You know, my gut instinct, my spiritual gut instinct is saying the demons are stepping in to answer him and show him signs so he turns from God. That's what common sense tells me, spiritual common sense, you know, that they're going to step in immediately, immediately step in. I mean, they're just waiting, just waiting. The three demons that get attached to us for life, that follow us all through life. As soon as they even see or get wind of an inkling of us letting our guard down, boom, right to whatever other demons that they work with that come to you and show you, help, answers, here we are, you know. It's um, pretty crazy stuff, and I just don't know. I mean, we just don't have the answers to all this. We just don't have it. You know, I, I watched several things this week on people like Hemingway's granddaughter, you know, that she felt his presence wrap around her and hug her when after he died. And she felt him protecting her several times throughout her life, and hu- she felt him physically hugging her. So where does that fit in with the Bible? Where does that fit in with God's Word? You know, there was another boy that his whole life, his grandmother watched over him and protected him, pulled him out of a fire, saved him from getting robbed. He kept hearing her voice telling him to go, to get out. And she watched over him constantly. So where does that fit in with what the Bible says? Where does all this fit? I just don't. It's just, it's like we're, you know, are they sending these entities to confuse us? You know, is it really not her grandfather? Is it really not his grandmother? Are they demons that are showing up as, as, you know, our ancestors that love us to throw us off of what the Bible says to make us confused? And, and think, well, that isn't what the Bible says. You know, supposedly people die and they go to heaven or they go to a waiting period, mm-hmm. a waiting place, and they they stay there. You know, they're not let loose to wander around the planet to watch over us. They're not supposed to be our guardian angels. You know, God's supposed to have angels that are attached to us. that are God's angels, not our ancestors. So where does this fit in? I mean, what do you think when you think about that? Does, do you, what do you feel in your gut? What does your gut tell you? We want to believe that they're kid, kid ghosts that we see, that we want to help and nurture and protect instead of a demon, that it is our grandmother instead of a demon. We want so badly to hold on to each other and to feel like, you know, that person's really there. I mean, we don't die. You know, our bodies die, but we never die. You know, we just turn into spirit. We go into our true form. But are people allowed to come back and watch over us? You know, I mean, what what is going on, people? It just doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. And I think that the confusion that they throw into all this is really what it's all about. They, I think they they want the confusion because out of anything in the world, if you throw confusion into the mix, it just breeds complete uncertainty and you never really know what to think, what to feel, what to believe in. So you just choose to not really believe in much of anything. And it keeps you away from God. I had another friend of mine this week Luke he's been having dreams. He's been messaging me a lot asking me what I feel they are. He's been having spiritual attacks a lot and I feel Luke was the one that I heard his I heard in my ear that he was supposed to get a hold of James or no I'm sorry I always say James it's not James it's it's a I'm thinking Arthur. And I told him the name, and he said the only person he knew was, with that name was his ex-pastor. And I heard it in my ear twice while I was talking to Luke that I heard somebody literally physically say he needs to get a hold of this this man. And he, he gave the name, I think it was Arthur. Arthur. And um. Uh, he's been under a lot of spiritual attack and having a lot of dreams. He's had things at his bed you know, like hag-like stuff, going through a lot of stuff. And I just feel like his dreams felt like to me like they were something to do with burning bridges. And he needs to get close to God. Now, I had an interesting thing happen to me that was very fascinating. I want to tell you this before I end this tonight. I had done a podcast for you guys about two weeks ago. And I tried to do another one. I I did another one right after it that was like maybe 25 minutes long. And the one I had done for you was like almost an hour long. And it was a great podcast. And the entire podcast, I went on this tangent about God. I just, I have a lot of questions, a lot of anger, a lot of confusion, feeling like a lot of unfairness goes on with God. I absolutely love God. And my loyalty lies with God. But boy, do I have questions for him when I'm up there, if I get up there. And I struggle with a lot. And I think we all do. I think most of us do struggle an incredible amount with belief and faith and trying to understand this whole just wreck, this three ring circus down here of just absolute chaos and madness. How you know, this can even be how hell could even have been created. Something that horrible, you know, there, I, and I won't get into all of it. I mean, not yet, maybe at another point I will, but I really struggle with a sense of unfairness. And I did this whole podcast on this and I kind of went on a tangent about all the things I felt about God and Like I said, I want to add to that, that there's love there. I love God. I want to serve God. I love Jesus. But boy, I just struggle so much with some of this, most of it. And so I I shared with you guys my feelings about all of it. When I got done with my podcast, you couldn't hear any of it. Nothing. It was so low, you couldn't even believe it. And I have felt all along that I was supposed to podcast to help people with their walk with God, to give people answers, to help them search for the truth, to open people's eyes. And I felt like the Lord wanted me to do this. And the one podcast that I do, that I'm actually almost putting doubt out there about God And I'm sharing some of my things I struggle with with God. He literally made it so you couldn't hear it. You could just barely make out parts of my voice. I could not even believe it, guys. I have never had that happen to me. Ever. There was no reason for it to happen. None. I was... When I did the podcast right after it, I was sitting there the exact same way. I had been sitting there doing the other one. Nothing changed. I've done how many podcasts now? Never had anything interfere with them. I mean, I've had some sound issues with some of them in the beginning because I had to use recordings to, you know, when you transfer a recording onto another, you know, device, it's so echoing and loud and piercing sounding, and I just didn't have a way to correct it in the beginning. So, um. You know, I've had that stuff happen, but you could still hear me. And I really, really felt like our God stepped in and said, you are not going to share this. You are not going to allow doubt to be put out there in the world like this. You know, you're going to, you're going to, this is not going to go up. And I heard him loud and clear and I did not remake it like I had. I didn't remake it like I had the first one. I, I, you know, kind of generalized it like I did tonight a little bit, but I didn't get into some of the, uh, but I was trying to share what I was struggling with. And I, I felt when I was done with it, that I was really, you know, kind of creating doubt and I shouldn't put that out there that it was wrong. And so he made darn sure I didn't. And I just, I thought that was just amazing. It was such an amazing message from him, an amazing confirmation that what I felt was right. So, moral of the story is pray and pray and pray keep praying don't give up on God don't give up on Jesus a lot of this doesn't make sense okay but ultimately we have to choose a side you know you can pray for something to the other gods and a demon or demons might step right in and answer your prayers be your best friends but their ultimate goal for you is destruction. So be careful with this stuff. Because just don't turn your back on God. Don't turn your back on Jesus. And if you if you don't believe in him, I mean, I can't, you know, you can't make anybody believe in, in Jesus. But I'm really talking to the ones that, that do believe in him. And that might be feeling disheartened right now. And the ones that don't, everybody's entitled to what they believe in, you know. We all are. That's our choice. That's what we were given. And who knows, you know, what we're gonna find out in the end. We just don't know. But these near death experiences and encounters are very fascinating. Very, very fascinating stuff. So that's it. I just wanted to do a short podcast tonight for you guys. I was actually supposed to wait till tomorrow, but um I just wanted to talk to you a little bit and get that out there. So you guys have a great night. God bless you. Stay safe. And I should be on in the the next day or two. Take care, guys.